Hello. I think right. I'm actually in this time. Yeah. Okay. Oh, great. Well, um, welcome everyone to the first episode of the new podcast. What's up with that? Uh, I'm joined by my dear friend, Barney Cows. Barney, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How are you? Yeah, it's been a good day. It's been a good day. Um, so in this podcast, we're asking big questions or small questions. Um, we're just having a chat about them. So, Barney, what what problems do you have? Uh, is there anything you want to talk about? Uh, so the first issue I wanted to raise was all these people who are who are talking about, you know, defunding the police and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I don't really think that's a great idea. So, um, just to give a bit bit of a background on that, so uh, this is stemming from the murder of George Floyd, obviously in America. Um, so all over the world, there have been protests uh, by a Black Lives Matter group uh, saying that the police aren't doing a great job, and some some groups are claiming that they want to defund the police. So, Barney, what are your problems with that? See, I would argue the police have already been defunded quite a lot, right? Since 2018, that's two years, the police budget has been reduced by £1.4 billion. That's massive, right? But So I just want to say that, just to give a bit of background, that the US collectively spends around £100 billion a year, uh, $100 billion a year on policing. Um, so what was that decrease, Barney? Sorry. 1.4 billion, and that's just in the UK. Oh, so we're talking about UK or America? UK, because people, people in the UK, right, who are saying yeah. defund the police, I'm assuming that that is defund the UK police, because why would they care about the US yeah. police, to be honest? Um, but these sorts of cuts, right, they're, they're, they're directly affecting the lives of, of police officers, right? And people yeah. might be like, you know, that's okay because they're all bad, but they're not all bad, right? Police officer, um, police officers are attacked every twenty minutes in the UK. That could be, you know, a stabbing of a police officer, shooting, yeah. a, and they put they put their lives on the line, right? And they're having pay cuts. You know, they're take they're taking voluntary pay cuts just so that they can do their job, right? The the budget cuts are so bad that in some places they're having to put pictures of police in shops to try and stop people stealing like how's so, that gonna do anything so your main issue if i'm reading this right is that the budget cuts are directly affecting police safety yeah definitely i think you know that's less that's less money to spend on police safety equipment that's less money to spend on you know new police right they if yeah. if, if they keep losing budget they're not going to be able to hire as many police. And the amount of police is directly proportional to you know, the amount of deaths in the UK. We've seen that, right? Yeah. For, for a good while, um, the employment rates of police were going up and up. And yeah. murder rates were going down, right? But yeah. in the last couple of years, there's been less police, especially in London, right? Spread out yeah. over a larger area. And it's no surprise that things like knife crime are shooting up dramatically, right? So I think 
the main problem these groups have with with the police and why they're calling for budget cuts is that police are sometimes during when they're working are sometimes extremely violent so obviously we've seen it in america with george floyd and there have been a quite a few cases in the uk where unnecessary amounts of force are being used so yeah definitely surely police safety where someone has chosen to be a police officer um is more is or relatively less important or less uh, or is an issue less towards the forefront than someone who has no control over their race and um, so obviously these it's statistically shown that there are higher cases of police violence against people of color um, yeah, they can't pick they can't pick their race so surely what I would say is um is that to to counter that we need to yeah. up the police budget, right? Yeah. There's no point in defunding them, right? Because then it's just gonna be less police, and that's not good at yeah. all, right? Because you know, another issue is that um people of ethnic minorities need to be victims of homicide, right? Yeah. So, what's that linked to? police numbers right if you have more police there's going to be less of those homicides but also right if if a, if you up the police budget they can spend more on education about these things on and training. you know they can of course they can spend more on training and you know m- if there's more police there's actually less of a chance that these things are going to happen right because say you've got a police partner with you i know it's not going to happen in all cases but they are if if someone is there they could they could stop the other person from doing it. Who knows? But so you know, I, I, the main thing is is police training. You know, you could up the budget for that. Yeah. So uh, the I'm reading here the duration of training for for a UK police officer approximately takes around 13 to 19 weeks on average, and they're not trained ever again throughout throughout their uh, throughout their career. So you're saying if there was more budget, then there could be more training and obviously you know, then there would yeah, be more things effective. like this would be less so if i you... just i just want to pose Sorry, to yeah. you the question so you were saying about how knife crime and stuff like that is going up because of the lack of police officers yeah surely it would be more effective as an as an economy first of all and second of all soci- sociologically um to instead of educating the police on how to deal with these matters educating through a grassroots scheme of how to avoid these matters so it's a problem over um interception or avoidance how how do you think about what are your thoughts on that one i think i think that is that is a good thing but the thing is both if you do both that's the most effective thing right yeah. because people are still going to be carrying knives because yeah. You know, gang culture and stuff like that, it's not going to end, right? You can't just end that through a grassroots program. But I do think that the grass, a grassroots program would be good because if you have less people carrying knives, yeah, it's going to keep, you know, exponentially decreasing the amount of people carrying knives because the reason a lot of people carry knives is because other people carry knives. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So but, you think... So if an increase in police budget would be the most effective thing in your opinion? In my opinion, yeah. Um, okay. I think 
it's it's a, it's an issue though budget because because where, where we where need to increase it yeah where would you take that money from so exactly but would you take I definitely it from the don't think we should system? decrease them or so it's it's you... all it's all a weighted issue, right? Because yeah. if you have more police, you could argue that you don't need as much money in healthcare, right? Because the police are there to stop it before it happens. Things yeah. like things like money. But I think one way that the budget could be spent to 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 help police is um in education in schools about specifically yeah. alcohol. Um fifty three percent of police time is taken up by drunken idiots, pretty much. Okay. Um, drunken 53... disorderly, drunken disorderly yeah. offenders. Fifty-three yeah. percent of police time is taken up through drink-related incidents, which yeah. is insane. Imagine if there was half of those, right? The police is just so much less wasted time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And also, <laughs> I think logically, uh, the drunken disorderly uh, offenders they'd be the most likely to harm a police officer. Yeah, exactly. All these issues tie together. And there's not really one solid issue. So the Um, main issue around it, what I'm reading from your strand of conversation is we need more education in both camps. Yeah, I just think we, I think education on these issues is the best way to deal with it. You know, start when, start when they're young. And and yeah, I you think know, makes you well. Just a, on a side note, this whole thing about I've I had this very interesting thing in an American newspaper or read a very interesting thing, and they were saying um, there have been calls by many groups to arrest these uh, these murderers in the police force, and uh, and this one journalist said if we were to arrest the police officers or defund the police, who's going to arrest these killers? Because would it be some sort of community-led, like, witch trial sort of thing? That's that's the thing. I think there's a lot of hypocrisy in it because, you know, you're calling them awful people, you know, until, until you need them, right? When you need them, you wouldn't call... Say someone's trying to save your life, you're not going to tell them to fuck off, are you? So, all right um, it's not so it's a matter, matter of education but on the yeah. whole you think that police officers should be uh just kept within the budget and maybe increase it actually because i'm reading here a police so the u.s police force spends an average of 339 dollars per resident on policing a year which is <laughs> it's a lot it's more than they get from from taxes proportionately. Um, yeah. But an interesting thing is the the US also spent eighty billion on incarceration a year. Um, so you think if there were less police officers, then they would have to spend less on on prisons. Um. Well, that's that money, just that, that's that money just not go towards uh, not a great care. argument, really, because. If, if there's less police officers, right, the fact that there's less people in prison is just down to the fact that there's going to be more criminals out there, right? Yeah. So I don't think that really makes much sense. I mean, it's not, it's not due to the police 
directly that the people are in prison. It's because of their actions more. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. It, it's yeah. so, but there are there's a large majority of of inmates in the U.S. prison system who are in there for non-violent crimes. So you I mean, think surely it would be more beneficial for them to uh, seek out advice and education so they can right their wrongs, so to speak. The, pr- the whole prison thing is a is a tough one, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's. I guess it's all it's all it's all <laughs> with with non-violent crimes. I do think people should still serve prison time, right? Yeah, but I think prison should. Is it should be used as a force for good, as re- rehabilitation? Yeah. You know, like if someone's the, re- the reoffending rate in America is crazy. Exactly, it's really it's... not good. I think um, there's a lot of schemes in in the U in the UK to to help with that. Yeah, and that's like partly the reason the reason why our reoffending rate isn't as high, but it's still it's still massive, like way way higher than it should be. I think. I think it's all about, you know, the ava- the availability of, of jobs coming out of prison because people will look at someone and say, you know, you've gone to prison, I'm not going to hire yeah. you. It's... So I think I think that's uh, that's to do with this whole stigma around prisons because they've they're known to the whole world pretty much as places which don't which aren't a force for good. So they aren't uh, rehabilitating, teaching new skills, uh, telling people what they've done wrong. It's just a place where you put people who pretty much they've spent their whole life like not having any education yeah, about the world. So definitely. maybe the the jobs from outside of prison, as soon as people go out, it would be more beneficial to break this stigma by improving the prison system than just keeping people locked up for longer. Yeah, I definitely think I definitely think tougher because um, the government is is trying to um to you know impose even tougher prison sentences. Yeah. I think that's that's just the opposite of what yeah. needs to be done. It's also costing right? them million well billions. Yeah, exactly. To keep to keep people in prison is is really expensive. Yeah. Right? I think um another thing I would say is that um people people who are young go to yeah. prison a lot, right? There's yeah. a lot of young people in prison. Young which, offenders. But thing is, you have you have juvie and young offenders prisons, right? Yeah. But only until they're I juvenile think detention it, for anyone that doesn't. Is it twenty one until they're they're twenty one? Um, I'll look it up. I think it may be eighteen. Because I think it. I just don't think that. Um, that's that's young enough. No, it's um, 17. Because it's seventeen. Seventeen, and then yeah. you go to a full so, prison. Young offenders aged ten to seventeen are classed as juvenile offenders. Wow, because thing is, people go to prison, right? Young yeah. people, right? And they might not have done a big crime, but then yeah. they get you get sucked into gangs and you know, yeah, these drugs prison as well cultures in is a big problem. And and as these young people, you you're vulnerable to that, you know. And then and then, like if I went to prison. You know, I, I don't think I'd be in a gang, but you yeah. know, I, I'd, I'd like, 
I think go well. the ch- the, it wouldn't go well, exactly. <laughs> if I had to go to a full prison in a couple years, yeah, yeah, it'd be awful. I think I think you know you should have a separate prison for young people until they're at least twenty five, because that's the you know after twenty one is the area of your life where you wanna. Bear you in mind though, Barney, be... that I I think the age of so the average age of an offender is very low actually yeah so 25 is a bit but i think it all comes back to um so 17 is that is the average age for an, an offender in the uk Jesus. um but i think it all comes back again to education so yeah and at the moment education is severely underfunded even though uh there are people well, the government at the moment is going, uh, is trying to put more into education. So yeah. do you think, okay, here's one. Do you think it would be beneficial for the UK government to raise taxes for the whole country or increase tax brackets in order to, um, in order to fund police and fund prisons and fund education? Um, I think, I think, that's the thing because i don't think that's ever going to happen right because increasing taxes is the most unpopular thing a government can do yeah right they're just going to keep shifting around the budget yeah. right i do i do think that we could have a bit of a higher budget in prison in prison budget and in especially the education budget yeah right um but i do th- i, I would healthcare. think that yeah definitely healthcare but I would say that increasing tax brackets would be the only logical way to do that, right? Because you don't want to you don't want to tax poor people anymore, right? Yeah. But I think especially sort of super rich people that they're, they're already getting taxed a lot, right? But yeah. I think I think they can get taxed even more. Like um, for example, right? There's an Amazon um, warehouse in the UK, yeah. Right, source of a ton of of tax income for the government, right? Yeah. Just tax that. Just tax that, right? Even but don't more, you think? I think. Don't you think that's quite unfair on these? So Jeff Bezos came from nothing. So yes, but Jeff it's... Bezos is a greedy asshole, right? He's, you know, he he earns more than all of his workers in his factories combined, yeah. right? He he does not need the amount of money he has. He already is trying to dodge taxes, right? He has. Yeah. There's a ton of, of stuff that it took my dad like an hour to explain to me all the tax laws in, in America because yeah. he just shifts. If you Offshore, do the paperwork yeah. in a specific state, then you yeah. get taxed for that state. And it's all, but and he's trying to shift because, taxes around. Especially just because ta- he's rich, he can afford these accountants that do that kind of stuff. For yeah, him. exactly. Just, just ta- try and tax them more. I think, yeah, even, even sort of, um, our parents' sort of pay grade, I think, is a um, a, f- a fine place to increase taxes, yeah. right? But definitely not increasing taxes more for poor people. That's just not yeah. a great idea, I would say. Yes. Again, if you increase um, taxes on them, then um, they're not going to earn... Well, they won't be able to earn enough. So they'll be... Yeah, um, definitely. So they'll be driven towards... Not very kosher terms of earning income. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, So do you think it's fair to give out, to give people benefits when they're not looking for jobs? Um, See, that's that's an issue. But I think I think benefits is is fine. Right. But Mm -hmm. I do I do think it's a bit dodgy when people just kind of because it it is a very abused system a lot of the time. You know, people people commit benefit fraud a lot. But it is a necessary thing, right? Because if your parents haven't worked and you come from literally nothing, it is so hard to, to you know, increase that. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. It's it's tough. It's tough for people Especially to come from a culture of not working. Especially if you don't have the right working. education. Exactly. Especially if you don't have the skills to work, to get a job, because most of the time, benefits pay more than low-level jobs. Yeah, it's so that's, that's not... what's crazy to me. There's not much incentive to to go out and get a job. I do think it comes back to the education thing again, where you could you could, you know, try and edu- um try and educate people on, on getting jobs and all that yeah. sort of stuff because there are schemes for that, but very few. I mean, there's yeah. all these issues, but I f- I feel bad for for Rishi Sunak trying to do the budget. Yeah. Honestly, it's... it would be a headache. Well, I certainly wouldn't want the job. I certainly wouldn't want to be no. in government right now, to be honest. Well, def- definitely not. I, <laughs> it's all a mess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, all right. If you look so, at who we've got leading us, like Boris Johnson's an idiot. That's but there your, you your opinion. You're entitled to your opinion, Barney. Um, <laughs> so, do you, so do you have any other problems? that, Any other categories moving away from politics that you have? Hmm. Um, I was I was watching a film the other day, right? Yeah. And and I noticed, right? You know, you know these you films. Know what, ha- do you know what was, what the film was called? Um, was it? I think actually, I think it was on. Um, I I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, I'll, don't have, worry to, about I'll it. have to check that for you. But all these all these characters, right? Yeah. Is you you know how they're trying to represent and and yeah. give everyone someone to relate to, right? Yeah. You have all these characters who are, who are, you know, you've got your typical sort of hyper attractive model actor people. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But then you have pe- people on the other end of the spectrum because they're trying to, you know, represent everybody. Yeah. Who are like really unattractive. So there's no middle ground. I think normally they it's... pay. Uh, the problem I have with that is normally these unattractive people, as, as you say. They uh they normally play the comedy relief. That's yes, exactly. The problem I have, I think it's I it's really annoying. I wouldn't mind it if they played different roles, but 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 it's like it's it's a bit double standards. If you're only if they go from only employing people in in movies and TV, right? Yeah. Who are really attractive to go yeah. from oh you know we we we're moving away from that to go and employ people who are really unattractive i don't think that's particularly for me i i the right way to go i just see it as extremely forced like obviously because i'm not in that position where i'm a mind i'm part of a minority so i don't see people like me in like general media yeah obviously i can't really comment on it correctly but for me i just feel it's very forced so if i saw someone like if I saw someone like that and they were forced, they were among these people, it would feel to me as it like, you know, a bit like taking pity upon 
yeah, not really exactly. taking pity. That's not really the right term to use, but no, it just wouldn't feel know. genuine. It wouldn't feel genuine. The the other thing I noticed when I was watching this film was um, so tr- in in you know a while back when you have films, you know, you barely had any representation of minorities in yeah. films, right? Um, and they're trying to do their best, but I feel like there still isn't. Do you know what I mean? I I think I the, I think you know, like the, the yeah the African American characters in, in these things, right? Are only ever you know the best friend, right? You you have those yeah. sorts of things, right? The I best think, friend yeah, that's sort one of role. Of the main problems that face like including minority cultures into films is you run the risk of appropriation. Yeah. And then you have the other the other end of the spectrum where you have films like um, that have fully black casts, and it's like, wait, what? How how does that help with the problem? Do you know what I mean? Because um, why can't I'm we just not, have I one with really equal on for point. everyone? I don't I, really. No, if you're what I mean a is story about black or African culture, surely it would make sense to have a full cast of the people who who are associated with that culture who actually know about that culture instead of who have a personal connection i'm not i'm not talking about about those sorts of movies but it's it's films it's films that seem like their only goal is to be this representation right and i feel like that's that's not quite what it should be i think why can't we just have everyone in the same movie just what i mean just make it like normal life normal everyday life yeah so maybe it's what I find extremely like morally probably disgusting is the right word is these big so the big corporate companies using this oh look at us we've done something which is politically correct at the time instead of actually focusing on making a good movie they've put in these token say token LGBTQ members, like yeah, for money. You know, they... surely exactly. if you wanted to include characters like this, like one when they're put in the script for, or when it's written in a way that needs uh, someone of a minority, that's when it's absolutely brilliant. That's when the rep- that's when the representation is just really good. Yeah, but when when it's like but when oh, it's forced, insert insert minority here, for it's money. like yeah, for money. Yeah. And they just use it in in their marketing like look at us we're politically yeah, correct. I think it's good it, it's like needed. do it don't make a song and dance about it. Yeah. I think it would be more effective if they were just there for for children of minorities just to see oh this is a normal thing instead of oh this is something that that we should be applauding them for. Well, I think yeah. applauding it's, the companies for is is good because we need more of it. Just no, I, it's I, applauding I just think, it in the right way. I just think it's not something that should be celebrated. It's just something that should be normal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and <laughs> I've never really the only... had the problem. Like I can't relate yeah. to people who've never had someone to relate to, right? Yeah, because I've grown up with pr- primarily, you know white char- white main characters and that's that's just a bit a bit dumb really in yeah. my opinion because you have a whole generation of people who will never think that they're the main character do you know what yeah. i mean which um, is concerning yeah definitely 
think, but the only way to normalize it is to applaud it when it's done correctly instead of when it's just done for money. Yeah, I think I think films where it's been done correctly are films like Have you seen uh, Get Out and The Hate You Give and films like that? Oh where no. It's just, I think it should be just yeah. Good, it should be written. You know, it should be written into the movie instead. Definitely, of, definitely. All right. Well, Barney, I think that's all the time we have today. Uh, all right, yeah. I hope cool. you enjoy. Do you want to shout out your Instagram, your Snapchat or anything? Um, not Don't particularly. To, all right, cool. Uh, at, at Barney underscore cows. Uh, don't follow me because uh, you'll regret it. All right. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, Barney. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> have a good rest of your day. Thanks, yeah. See you in a bit. In a bit.